This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, and I have some amazing guests with me here today. Thank you both so much for joining me. Uh, These are the owners of Edge of Cinema, and I'm going to let you both introduce yourselves now. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, I guess I'll go first. Uh, My name is Jeremy Schmidt. I started Edge of Cinema with Matt and... Uh, some fun facts about me. Married, I have two kids, two more on the way. Got twins coming. And love video production. We have been doing it just since we were like best friends in middle school. So for a really long time. It's been 14 years now we've been in business. And um, just love everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Matt Skura, Jeremy's business partner. We Like Jeremy's had best friends for a long time. So we've we've done everything together from bands in high school to... We worked on films together, college together, and then we started Edge of Cinema 2009, and we started as a video production agency, and we expanded over the years into helping people with websites, because we noticed that their videos weren't being very effective on the website, and then we saw that people weren't getting any traffic to their nice websites with their videos, so we started helping people with digital marketing campaigns. So that's kind of how we expanded into more of a marketing agency than just video over time. It's awesome. I love what you guys do. And uh, as you both know, a lot of us entrepreneurs aren't always the greatest at creating our at-home video. So are there tips that you guys can give us for creating at home or things we should keep in mind when filming and also from the digital marketing aspect as well? Because I love that you combine both. I think you need both to be successful. The first two tips I would say is if you're just getting started with video, first thing you want to think about is the three main components. Um, Everybody thinks about cameras when you think about video, and obviously you can't make a video without a camera. 
everyone has a camera in their pocket now with their cell phone. So that is a legitimate place to start. Um, a lot of the cameras nowadays are good. But the other two things people think about a little bit less would be audio and lighting. It's really important that you get a microphone to go along with your video. Um, so that could be something simple just for like $100 or, or a couple hundred dollars. You can get a legitimate mic. Um, you want to be putting that mic in either directly into your phone or into your camera. That's going to boost the quality of your videos off the bat. And then um, put up a light. It doesn't have to be crazy, but some kind of a, a little soft light or, or just orient yourself so that you have some light on the subject. That's going to greatly improve the quality of your video. It's going to allow your camera to get the best quality that that camera can provide. Cool. Yeah, and to touch on lighting, um, pay attention to windows too. Because the big thing is people have a big window. But like, this window is beautiful. Let's have a big window in the background. It's so bright outside. I think the sun is like a 10,000 watt bulb equivalent versus whatever your 7,500 watt inside. So if you have this giant window, it's just going to blow out and just be this glowing mess behind you. So if you're going to have a window, you better have really bright lights or just find a nice shelf or something in the background. Right. Another really important thing with doing your videos is the messaging. It's so nice to sit down and, all right, what is the goal of this video? What do I want people to do after they watch it? What do I want to convey? And just, you don't have to write a script, but at least map out bullet points of what you want to say in the video. So it's not just throw up a camera and just start ranting and then, hey, let's cut something out of this 20 minute thing I did. A lot of people have come to us with that. Like, hey, can you make a good video out of this? And it always comes back to, what's the point of this? Like, what are you trying to say? Like content for the sake of content is okay. But if you just put a little thought into the messaging and really think of who am I speaking to? Who's my target audience? Should we have multiple people? Or am I, am I talking to business owners and consumers at the same time? Should I maybe pick one of those at a time and have two separate little things? Mm. So the messaging is critical. That's the first step of every video project we work on. Yeah, I would expand on that too. With When you're talking about messaging, we recommend that you think about the content that you're creating f through the perspective of the viewer. So mm -hmm. we want to start by identifying who that target is, um, you know, who's really interested in, in buying what you're selling and what is it that they care about? Mm -hmm. That's going to be a different topic than maybe what you are interested in as the business owner. So one thing that we found really helpful is figuring out what is the problem that your customer has that you have the solution to. Start off your messaging by talking about that problem because when you can identify that problem and the, the viewer sees that you understand the problem, then that positions you as the expert and then you can hit them with the solution to the problem. It, it really creates that sense of authority as you're creating that content. That's great. I love the breakdown and like the three things that we can be doing now and touching on the lighting. You know, I think so many of us are just like, again, moving a mile a minute. Let's just get this video done. But if you can set it up with the intention, starting out with the message and then getting the setup, it sounds like you're going to have a much more productive video, which is kind of like what you were saying, Matt, too, like the impact behind it. Is there anything else you want to like expand on that? I just want to make one more note about audio. So we're we're sitting in our studio talking on our podcast mics. I'm nice and close. I'm about six inches from the microphone. My voice sounds pretty clean and clear. Audio is half of a video. 
it's literally 50% of it. So bad audios. So I'll give you guys a quick practical example. So this is me on the mic. And then this is me across the room yelling into the mic. It's just not as cool sounding. You know, nice it's example. distracting. I love that. Yeah, and that's what's happening when you're just getting your audio from the camera mic. The camera could be, you know, it could be six feet away from you. And that's why your audio sounds like crap is because the microphone's way across the room. Yeah, when we're doing like a professional set, we have a boom mic, like wherever the frame of the video is, that thing is right on the edge of it. Oh, wow. It's right up on there so that they are really, like you said, about six inches from the mic at any time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or you know, it'll be a lav mic under their jacket or something right on their chest. Oh, that's cool. Okay, cool. I like that. That's such a great example. And I love how you said it's 50% of the video. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, that was mind blowing for me. Because when I watch a video online before prior to recording this, we were kind of touching on this just for the listeners mm -hmm. to know. But um, like, when you think about it, the visual is, again, the other 50%. And you guys already mentioned a few tips around that. Is there anything else that we can do to make our setup work, you know? And do we need to be closer to the camera? I know earlier we were talking about that a little bit. Yeah, so one thing that often adds production quality to the visual aspect is going to be adding a little depth of field. And so there's different elements that create that depth of field. One of the easiest things you can do if you're just recording um, with a simple camera is get some distance between you and the background. Um, so if you're right next to your a wall in your, your house or your studio, wherever you're recording, What's going to happen is the camera is going to get you in focus and then it's also going to get the entire background wall in focus and that's going to create a look that looks like kind of like a camcorder or something like that it doesn't look professional but one thing that can help that is if you pull your subject or yourself you know six to twelve feet away from your background um, then when you're in focus the background starts to get a little bit blurry a little bit out of focus and that gives you that high production value look well, that's, that's one of the many elements that go into creating that look. Okay. Yeah, that's a great tip because I'm always like recording right up against a wall or something, you know. And even like I'm thinking about this in the sense of like when you are possibly creating a course and recording for that course as well. Like, you know, a lot of my course video I was just doing via Zoom. So it would have been great to know that the depth needs to be there for the quality to look higher and more luxury, I think, is also the feel of it. Something else too, it's like there's different ways to be more, to have a more flattering look to the person who's on camera. It's always better to have a longer lens, which I know on cell phones limiting, but even if you zoom in a little bit on the phone, it won't be that wide lens. Cause when you're in someone's like real close up with a wide lens, it can kind of twist your face around and just make you look ugly. You know, it can, yeah. it can stretch your body out, make you look fatter than you are. Interesting. So when you're farther away, but zoomed in to get that, medium tight shot or whatever you want to call it your face kind of stays naturally how it is but the closer you get the more it kind of stretches things out huh. yeah they say our eyes view the world in in what's equivalent to a 50 millimeter lens what you're getting with most cell phone cameras is something that's going to be like 35 millimeters or even wider some probably like more like 24 mil or something yeah so that can kind of distort your face um, that's where having an actual camera can come in handy. You can control that focal length. And also, the other thing is when you use a longer lens, 
um, you get more of that shallow depth of field too, which has a really nice look in the background. Yeah. Wow. So into like all this stuff I don't know anything about, like especially for our listeners, I just want them all to know that I've been in social media for six years. Like I still have no knowledge. So I appreciate you both coming in and sharing with us your zone of genius. Like this in itself is gold. So I really appreciate it. And can you share with us an example of when you've had a really like awesome video? Like is there one video of working with your clients that sticks out amongst the rest or is there one story that you guys can share with us so are, are we talking about video quality or just like uh the effectiveness of the video or i guess the effectiveness would be like the most impactful for the story you know for today yeah i mean we've done so many different types and styles of videos it's hard to pick but i mean one we really loved and had a good passion for was rock ministries in kensington we did a full-length documentary for them, and that was kind of we kind of just did to help them out for the most part. We had a little bit of a budget, but we just were really passionate about helping them. But they have a ministry where they take kids off the street in Kensington, which I don't know if you're familiar with the area, but they, they created a boxing gym where kids could come and train for free. Wow. And we just were trying to help them get the word out about what they were doing, what they were offering, how people could help. And we also were telling the story of Buddy Osborne, who was the founder of it, and where he was got into a lot of crime and stuff with the unions. He served time in jail. And when he came out, he started teaching boxing, but it wasn't like he was still seeing kids go, go into different subsets of crime and stuff like that. Even, you know, he, he was training them to fight and be good fighters, but it was not really changing the problem of the area there. So he moved it more into a Christian ministry to where he was giving them some life skills and perspective type stuff. And that's when things really started to change. So for us, that's always been like a passion passion side of our business. We like to give back to Christian missionary groups who are effective with that specifically being part of it. Yeah, just to expand on that, we've we've partnered with some missionaries all over the world. So it's taken us to countries like Pakistan, South Africa, Kenya. And I will say that's probably one of the most powerful things about video is that there is an ability to connect emotionally directly with people's hearts. An effective video can do that. And the reason it can do that is because with video compared to, you know, like photos or text on your website, video contains voices, it contains faces and emotions. And you can pair that with with some music that can kind of guide the direction that you're feeling in the uh, the viewer. Um, so what what some of these missionaries would do is, so we'd go over to the country, we would capture footage, you know, we'd see the kids in, in these places in poverty in third yeah. world countries, and um, you stitch together the video. And then those missionaries were able to go church to church and present these videos um, that allows every member of that congregation to see the faces of those kids, to hear them laughing, to see the effects of that ministry. And the end result is so powerful. So, so before, maybe that same missionary would stand up and just talk about his ministry. And after we created that video for them, they could show the video, they could see those children, hear them laughing, and it just moved them emotionally and what you see from that is more engagement from the congregation, more donations going towards that ministry and more volunteers signing up to help out. 
Wow, that's so amazing that you guys do that work and how you've been able to help people really see like where their dollars and cents are going as well. Working in fundraising, that's one of the most difficult things to make a donor understand and really feel. So I can see the value in that just from working in fundraising in the past, but also just being a donor for any, you know, nonprofit and being able to impact the youth across the world is fantastic and I love how you all have worked everywhere you know can you tell us a little bit more about your world travels and how you've been able to help people yeah probably the most exotic thing we did was uh we did I think it was nine or ten days in Pakistan wow and for a couple white guys to go over there it was pretty sketchy at the time it was difficult to get a visa but it was one of those things like if we get it we'll go if we don't it wasn't meant to be okay we ended up getting them, and when we were over there, the country of Pakistan issued security guards, armed security guards, to be with us 24-7 the entire time we were there. So, like, well, we were, we were in our little house we were staying at. They were sitting outside of the front door with these AK-47s that were retrofitted to be fully automatic shotguns. Oh, my gosh. So, everywhere we went, they came with us. We were going to these markets out in the streets, and it was just a really cool trip. In a lot of ways, it's like going back in time like a thousand years over there like the way the infrastructure is and all that stuff it was very eye-opening and really cool it's a beautiful spot and there's so many cool people doing so many cool things and that was probably the most like eye-opening and yeah i would say trip we did if you ever get a chance to travel to a third world country definitely take it i think it's it'd probably be good for every american to just go there spend a little bit of time and see how other people live and when you come back to America, it really makes you appreciate just the opportunity we have here um, in the place we live. Absolutely. Yeah, the, like the concept of brattiness like almost doesn't exist over there. You know, you're always like everyone in America is a little bit of a brat. You know, totally. It's like you have, there's luxuries you don't count as luxuries that are luxuries. You know, just having like a sink in your house is something that someone there would yeah air conditioning kill for yeah it was uh i think it got up to 119 degrees when we were there it it was crazy yeah there was one day of our trip we got we got sick from some uh food poisoning. i think we we got a taste of the water at some point we didn't i mean obviously you're trying not to drink the water the whole time you're there you can only drink bottled water yeah someone had washed like sugar cane we ate in the water oh no and we we got sick but it was like 119 degrees so we were just locked in this one room that had a tiny air conditioner but yeah definitely we have a lot of privilege just being here in america and um yeah that translates to the businesses we run the lives we live everything Wow. I love that message, too. I think a lot of the times, even speaking for myself, like I am like, woe is me and everything (laughs) is wrong, you know, and when you get the perspective and how you both have even bonded over these experiences, too. I'm sure it's only made your relationship stronger with being in business, but then also being able to come home and share it with your families and your wives and your children and see how much we're able to give you know living here it's it really is it's all about the perspective and the vision that you both mentioned absolutely yeah talking about giving back i think it's it's really cool one thing we like to do in our business is um we figure out what we're really giving to our clients um 
and we identify that in the products and services that we sell. We we don't want to be selling things that are just for us to make money. Obviously, making a profit is part of it, but we're really trying to provide a value to every client and and harness that in in the best package that makes sense for both parties. Because um, mm-hmm. if they're going to give their money to us, we want to deliver a product that's really going to impact and shape their business and change their lives. It's a completely different perspective on business than most people, you know? Yeah, it's, that's kind of been like our our strategy as we've developed the business and learned more about business and stuff like that is just providing as much value as possible because we don't we don't want to just make a cool video. We want to make a video that's going to serve our clients, get them hopefully a return on their investment and much, much more. Yeah, yeah. So it's all about strategizing at, at the front of a project and really mapping out what is going to be an effective tool for you. Back in the day, it was, okay, we just made an awesome video. The messaging's great. Here you go. And then a few months later, it's like, hey, their video has like eight views. Why didn't anybody see the video? Where did you, where did you put your video? Did you tell anybody about it? It's like, oh, we put it on Facebook once. It's like, okay, but how are you driving traffic to it? Is it on your website? What does your website look like? What is the messaging surrounding that video? Are you trying to funnel people to contact you? Like what? And it's kind of expanded us into, like I said, more of that marketing agency, which at some point down the line, the marketing package takes a step back to a business package of like, okay, your marketing's really good. Is your business in shape to utilize this great marketing channel? Yeah. So it, it, it exponentially steps backwards. You just have to keep zooming out and looking at a great video is awesome, but it only works within a good website, which only works if you're getting traffic, which only works if all your marketing stuff is in line, yeah. which only works if you have a good value, value proposition, which only works if you have the machine of the business to run all those different departments to carry the whole thing out. So it's a very complex system with a lot of little pieces. So we're trying to help people in that one narrow channel of marketing, but there's so many different departments that can utilize it. Yeah, I would say you started touching on it a little bit. Um, But when people are crafting their videos and they want to identify what that video can do, a lot of times when people are new to creating a video, they want that one video to do everything and be everything to every person. And it's just not possible. Um, A better way to think about a video would be like a specific conversation. If I'm going to have a conversation with a client, that conversation is going to sound a lot different than if I were going to have a conversation with my employee. Or if I'm going to have a conversation with somebody who wants to buy a website, that conversation is going to be totally different than a conversation with somebody who wants to buy a, a video. One of the best practices you can do when you're creating video is list out all the different target markets, list out all the different products and services that you're selling, and create one piece of content for each of those. Um, And what you'll find is you have different problems to solve in each video. You have different messages that you want to give. Um, And then you'll be on your way to creating a campaign of videos rather than just one video that you think is going to do everything. It it doesn't work that way. 
Yeah, that's a great piece of advice and perspective for us as business owners to have. Because I do think we create a story, like I talk about this a lot on the show, we'll have go in with an idea, a story, something that we want, and we think that it's just blanket statements. Um, And for our listeners too, like what Jeremy's describing is ideal client avatars and having all of these different subcategories of people that you can cater to. And like he said, even your employees, you know. And I also love what you both do so much because you are not just in for the quick sell, you know, which working in marketing, it's very unique to find people with similar perspectives. So I value that so much. And how are we going to sell them a video or even a website if they don't even have a product to sell or the infrastructure to sell that product? Um, So as the business owners for our listeners too, just thinking about business in that aspect will give you a completely different perspective on what you're doing as well Um, because it's not just about us anymore it's about the client yeah and one of the big traps we see a lot of businesses who want they just want a video in general for the sake of having a video their first idea is we'll talk about the history of the company how it was founded my grandfather founded it he came over here he was a first generation immigrant most people really don't care about how long you've been in business or the struggles of you creating that business. Like that's not relevant to them. They just want to know, can you help me with my problems? And let, you know, do you have the tools to fix the problems I have? Yeah. And focusing on that is just so much more effective than bragging about how great of a company you are or how big of a company you are or how difficult it was for your founder to start the company. Like that's cool stuff, but it's not really a marketing tool where people confuse that very often. Yeah, I would say there's a place for that story, and it's probably on the About Us page. Um, if you wanted to make a video about your company history, I mean, it's it's possible you have a great story. Um, but yeah, let's isolate that conversation to be just a story about your history. And then let's put it in a place where it makes sense that people would want to watch it if they want to learn about your company. But it's a different thing if if they have a problem and and they just need a solution, you could create a video that talks about the solution for their problem. They probably aren't in the mood to hear about, you know, your grandfather at that time. It's it's different audiences too. Like the younger generation isn't as much about that legacy as much as an older generation might. So there might be a certain audience where, yeah, I want a company that's been around for 200 years. Like, okay, cool. Let's make a video that talks about that. But it's just knowing who you're talking to in the video. Because every video, you want to think of it as you're sitting down looking someone in the eyes and this is a conversation where you get a chance to explain yourself really thoroughly. Yeah, it's such a good point that you bring that up too. That's what I always say to my clients. Like your social media is a place where you can answer all of the questions before they get on the sales call. So they're that much more warmed up to the sale, um, which is basically what you're describing as well. It's like we can just answer all these questions through a video and it's actually going to save you as the business owner a lot of time as well on working on warming the sale and building the relationship so it's its whole purpose is to speed up the process. So don't lose sight, you know, of why we're doing the video, which a lot of us as entrepreneurs, it's like the next shiny thing, you know, mm-hmm. and we just want to be on to the next thing for sure. Yeah, I would definitely say a clue that maybe it's time to make a video is if you find yourself repeating the same 
story or the same message over and over, it might be a good time to create a video around that. So you can just, you can do it once, you can do it perfect, and then you have that presentation to give out to everyone. Um, and it's also great for duplicating that message. So um, maybe you're the business owner and, and you're really good at telling that story, but your employees might not be telling it the same way. If they have a video, then they can take that message, they can present it just as good as you can. Um, a cool example of this, um, kind of in a practical way, was we had a client, um, Speed Raceway, they're a go-kart place. And every time you want to ride their go-karts, they need to give you a, a speech, a training speech. And so they had people who were there just to give this training speech to, you know, long lines of customers. Eventually, he said, we want to make a video. We're going to give the training speech in a video. And you guys have all seen these videos if you've gone on rides in Disney World and things like that. But they give you all the safety instructions right there in a video and then he was actually able to reduce the number of hours that some of his people worked. So it saved money in the long run from that perspective, just because he automated that conversation. Wow. And it had perfect consistency. It wasn't like someone would tweak it over time and it would just morph into this weird version of it where they're skipping steps or adding stuff in. It's this is the instructions every time exactly the same way, which was really cool. Yeah, it's really a, a form of automation. You're automating a communication. And to touch on one other thing, too, within that is you don't want to completely replace your sales process, like in person, by having a video that covers every single thing. Like you're ready to sign the contract after you, like you want to leave that human element, mm. but it's really just the perfect tool to warm someone up and get a lot of those preliminary questions out of the way and build confidence before you get in there for a meeting, which, you know, it superheats your prospect. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good point to like keep the human aspect because you guys know like at Meraki we're all about the authenticity and like really making them feel so special and we can do that in a video and then we can also expand on that relationship that we've already built through video through the human you know, the human connection the human type of relationship that you described which is it sounds like a perfect combination and I'm sure it is for a lot of your clients because if you can automate this as well and simplify your process I mean, that's really where the money starts to come in, you know? And I know for me, until I started automating, it felt like every single dollar was just dwindling away because there was so much time being spent. So that's a great investment for an entrepreneur, even if you are early on, to just jump in and do it now. What are you waiting for, you know? Yeah, exactly. Except what we were saying at the beginning of the conversation, with cell phones and just a cheap microphone and some forethought into your location and lighting... You can produce all that stuff yourself to get started. You know, you don't have to have a big production crew do it right away. It's very accessible tools. Yeah, one of the services that we started offering um, to cater to people who are doing a lot of social media posting and things like that is just a consultation service. Instead of having us do the entire video, sometimes people just need a consultation and say like, hey, which camera should I buy? What kind of lighting? Can you help me set up a studio so that I can just hit record and and now I'm in a position to create a large volume of content in my own studio? Um, that can be a great way. If you really think about setting up your own studio space, I mean, if you're really getting serious about creating a lot of video content, that is probably the best option for you. Um, 
Yeah, because you need to have a workflow that you understand that you can operate in your own time mm -hmm. um, in order to keep up with the large quantity of videos that you need to create to be effective on social media. Yeah, especially if you're like a coach or a service provider and you are creating consistent video, like a lot of our listeners are, you know, for myself, I've been lacking in the video over the past few months because it's just hard to find the time, you know, and it does take a lot of time to put these things together and brain capacity that we don't always have as entrepreneurs because we're worried about everything else and we're wearing all the hats. So even a consultation sounds like a great great idea for some of the listeners that, you know, really need to wrap their heads around like high quality video and taking your business to the next level as well. Because I know with my clients, the second we're sending out one of those highly, you know, produced webinars, it's an instant sell, especially if it's something like a product. So depending where you are, and I mean, honestly, for the service too, because they've already persuaded them through the video. So it's great to hear that. Yeah, I love the consultation service. So how can we all get in touch with you both when we want to sign up and find out more? Yeah, you can go on our website, edgeofcinema.com, or just email us team at edgeofcinema.com and we're on social media too. So that's it. Our website's got our phone number. You're welcome to call us or whatever we're happy to sit down, strategize and see what would be effective for you. Like we, we just want to understand what your goals are and then we'll mm -hmm. give you our best opinion on what the next step is. Yeah. We're located in Philly, but we go as far as Pakistan. So <laughs> anywhere in that radius. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for being here. Well, our pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer Def several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.